Hey, welcome back to Hour 2 of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Been having a great show today. I've got a good friend of mine, Tony, uh, on the phone that I held over through the break. He's currently in Saudi Arabia and sharing some interesting perspectives of... uh, the way things look about the United States in Saudi Arabia. You know, Tony, one thing I've been talking about is that um, I was listening to, like, the, U- the, the uh, uh, NATO. They seem to be marching across the planet, um, going everywhere. And, you know, <laughs> I, I made this comment. I said, you know, I think NATO seems an awful lot to me like the army of the New World Order. What do you think? You still with us, Tony? You have a you have a great point there. I, I think. Can you hear me there? Yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead. I think we got just a tiny little bit okay. delay because of where you are. That's quite possible. Um, the New World Order, the United Nations, things like that. I believe that it is all a part of the same bigger picture globalist. Uh, view on how we should be doing things. And the UN has been, well, we've seen that for the last 20 plus years, where the UN has sent in UN troops that were only supposed to be used for policing and defensive um, uh, use only. And they have deployed them for more offensive kind of work in the last 20 years. It was Afghanistan, it was even in Palestine, Palestine versus Israel at times, and um, way, way too much um, they want to control, and the UN is where they're at, which is one of the reasons why I believe uh, Trump was uh, very much against the UN, also because he saw the corruption that's going on there, too. Well, he so, tried to shut all that stuff uh, down, um, and I'm really, mm-hmm. I'm actually surprised they didn't try to kill him, because that's what they certainly did to Kennedy. But I, yeah, he was he was shutting all that stuff down. He was shutting shutting down this this UN. He he wanted to just separate us from the UN, and the 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 yeah. climate accord, the Paris Climate Accord, and he went over to Davos and basically told them where to stick it, and uh, they had to get rid of him. And oh. and they're not they're not letting up on him. I mean, these people are rabid going after him. And for them to have uh, had that much power that they could control the number of people that voted in this country, or let me let me rephrase that, um, they could control the number of ballots that were cast for candidates in this country in various places. Because um, I, I fully believe that has so much um in the way in the way of how this last election went, because mm-hmm. uh, even Joe Biden, I mean, I heard him directly say it. I'm sure a lot of other people did too. It's like, oh, well, of course we had to stop the, stop the count. We didn't know how many votes we needed. I mean, that was direct quote from Joe Biden's mouth. Yeah, yeah. He's he, so, he, things just slip out of his mouth if you listen to him real close. He's he's telling you exactly what they're doing. Yeah. 
So I'm kind of curious, yeah. in Saudi Arabia, what is, uh, you know, you see the news that's playing over there. Um, I'm sure it's probably not the same exact news we get here. What is, uh, you know, what kind of image are they painting of the United States over there on the news? And, and what about the people in Saudi Arabia? What is their attitude towards what's going on over here? Well, every, everybody that I work with here in Saudi Arabia um, has very good, uh, uh, they, they see me because I'm, I'm the American that's here. Uh, I have uh, so, some Irish uh, engineers and some Indian engineers working with me here. And they, I mean, this is in the power plants. They see America as uh, still a strong force, but are scratching their heads of what the heck is going on. So they still see America as something positive, but they they get their, they scratch their heads also just like we do every day, wondering what is going on. Um, so I've got uh, friends in the United States that are saying, "Well, I'd really like to come to Saudi Arabia because I'm I don't know what's going on here. I'd rather have another passport and be able to go to another country." And the only thing I can tell them is, "I'm glad I've been here working for." Uh, a little, a little time, uh, a month in, through the month of February, and I was back in Idaho for the month of March, and now that I'm back uh, here for the month of April and about half of May, uh, I can honestly tell people that even with all the troubles we have in America, it is much better place to live than even Saudi Arabia with yeah. all the money that flows in here. Right. Uh, just, the, just the climate, the the, the way they treat people, the way they see things, um, I would, uh, I could never see myself living here. One, it's going to get way too hot for me real soon. Um, I'm hoping that the heat doesn't affect me too much by the time May comes. Sure. But, uh, yeah. I don't like the hot. I think you know that. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> Which is why I lived up in Silverton, Colorado for so long. I was just there last weekend, you know, in Silverton. Yeah, I saw those pictures. Of, they uh, they still got several feet of snow there. It's that global warming, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my uh, my ranch hand uh, just sent me a picture uh, this morning. We actually had snow on the ground this morning in Idaho. Wow. And that is, uh, this is late in the season. I mean, I've seen it cold late in the season like this, but like one day here, one day there, that might get down near 30. But it actually, down near 30, overnight, snowed some. And it's like, that, that, that's too much. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's uh, nowhere near global warming by any stretch of anybody's imagination. Well, Tony, you got anything else for us? Other than um, being here for a month, I can honestly say this is not a place to come for a vacation. Yeah, I've heard that from other people. <laughs> <laughs> of course, they are building the line. And the next power plant that I'm going to is a power plant that they have built or are building uh, that will help power the line, if you guys have heard of that. The, uh, the what, is the, what is the line? Is. What is that? It's a 100-kilometer-long, 100, 100 uh, half-a-mile-wide city that can sustain upwards of 2 million people. So it's half-a-mile-wide, and it's how long? Nine? Somewhere near like a hundred kilometers or so long. Uh, you know, I think I do remember up, reading something uh, about um, that. 
It's a, it's all mirrored. Yeah, it, it's in so. it's in the progress, and then next hour. Go ahead, Joshua. The, the the outside walls are all a big mirror, and it, it I think it hangs like a mile yeah. or so out into the ocean. Wow. Yeah, there'll be lakes and rivers. And... Are are they already yeah, building yeah, that? Are they already building that, Tony? They've got the vacation land at the end already being built. Uh, it's at the northern part of the Red Sea before you get to the Suez Canal. Okay. Uh, up near, um, um, I'm trying to think of the name, Shar- uh, Sharma. It's north of Duba. Duba is D-U-B-A. The power plant that I'm going to is called Duba Green, because green for green energy. Uh-huh. Um, it's a gas, it's a gas-fired power plant, uh, gas turbines, but it's being subsidized by solar. Okay. Subsidized solar being solar collectors for water boiling. Um, the whole solar array, which is like a half a mile wide and a mile long, uh, the dimension of it, is going to give them a total of 43 megawatts thermal, uh, which is minuscule by what the gas power plants will be putting out. But they're, they want people to see solar, and the only way they can do solar here is because the your your solar cells that are uh, photovoltaic or photoelectric, how do they say that? Photovoltaic. Um, those again, we just uh, yeah, they, those don't work over here because it's okay. too hot. But they can boil water with their solar in it. Sunshine's a lot here, and so so with that, they've got solar su- um, supplementing the gas power. Hmm. But where the gas power two power plants are making a uh, thousand megawatts thermal sitting on a few hundred wide, a couple hundred yard wide and a half a mile long power plant full, you know, with all the water tanks, everything that support it. You've got more than three times the size of that area in solar panels, and all the solar panels are only giving you 43 megawatts thermal versus the over 1,000 megawatt thermal from the gas supply. I would love to, Tony, I'd love to see some pictures of that if you're down there and you can take some pictures of what they're doing. I'd love to see that. I will, um, I will get pictures of what I can when I'm there. I won't be there for another two weeks to finish up this project, and then I'll be over there in about two weeks. Okay, cool. All right, Tony, it's been awesome hearing from you. Oh, that's great. I'm going to listen to the rest of your show. You guys have a great weekend. Okay. Have a good time. See ya. Bye. Okay. So it's just another example of a 15-minute city, you know. Uh, Everything you need. It's New York City inside of this, I believe it's a nine-mile-long facility. So you want to go on vacation, you just go from one end to the other. (laughs) I think it was like... That's as far as you're going to get, huh? I think it's like nine... 10 stories high, something like that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've mentioned that 15-minute city thing before. Yeah. It's like, you know, I, I've heard other people talking about too and saying, that it, it, you know, it, it won't work because you got too many people crammed into a little area. Where are they going to get all their stuff? You know? where where What's going to sustain them? I, I don't know. Hard to say. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy. That's right. You'll be happy.
So what was I talking about before that? That was a great call, by the way. Oh, 505-444-5059 if you want to call in. Um, call in and join the conversation. We'd like to hear you. That was a great call, wasn't it? Yeah, yes, it was. was yeah. Very informative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony and I have been friends for a long time. He, we actually, he used to live in Silverton, Colorado, which is like my home away from home. I love going there. And uh, I was there last weekend. And by the way, I'm getting strangled by this cord. Um, so... Okay, so before, I wanted to talk about this January 6th thing, because you hear a lot of these uh, people being prosecuted on this, on this, um, oh, we got another call, wow. Yay. Oh, this is somebody you're going to know. Okay, let's see here. <clears throat> this is one of our favorite callers, okay. Hi. What's up, Tammy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just saying hi. I'm very excited that that guy called you guys. Yeah, wasn't that a great call? Yes, more people need to call. Come on, guys, call, call, call. Call, call, call. You got anything for us today, Twitter, Tammy? Rumble. Twitter, so, yeah, everything. Twitter, looks, Rumble, come on, guys. Everything looks good today, don't it? Yes, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think that little problem awesome. on the first first week, we we figured that one out. So it's just, I'm just having to learn how to use a lot of stuff here. So I've gotten really good with Street Art yep. and Rumble. You know, I saw Tammy also last doing, night at the uh, Roadmap to Prosperity. How how was that, Tammy? Well, a couple of the speakers were a little boring, but after Forey went, all the rest of them pepped it up. There was definitely a few good ones, most definitely. So what was but that about? What were they doing there? It was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. They they were bringing uh, what did you think? different coalitions, different groups together from around the country that are taking action and on uh, uh, anything that can lead us back to prosperity. So you know, farming and um, just all the things that are being ignored by our local governments uh, in in America. Yeah, but they want to get rid of them farms. They do. Those farms are producing nothing. And the ranchers. Yeah, right. I got to get they rid of the cows too. Nobody talks about the ranchers hardly. Yeah, you know there, there was a, there was. But they're a, getting rid of the ranchers too. There was a, there was a couple of groups that have actually been involved in some things that uh, doesn't please me when it comes to ballot harvesting and some other things. So I, hopefully we can uh, get those things straightened out. Well, you might you know we might have Agreed. to get really good at harvesting ballots if they're going to if they're going to keep doing things that way we might have to get really good at harvesting ballots and and like this thing going on in New York City where they're just going after Trump just you know, viciously going after him relentlessly continuously mm-hmm. i think what we need to do is i think some of these red states that are like blood red states the DAs in some of these cities and some of these blood red states they need to start indicting some of these democrats absolutely well Jim Jordan that's what he's doing. Absolutely. You know, indict them, uh, swat their homes, uh, do all the same things to them that they're doing to us and see how they like it. You know, the problem is Republicans are just too nice. They are. You know, we, uh, we're in the process of buying an RV and um, trying to find more candidates, local people, people like you, Becca and Stella 
and Ryan to run <laughs> run for office to take a position. Uh, you know, there's, I'm in the process of creating a new party right now that's actually an incorporated party so that we can do things properly and not illegal. And uh, traveling this whole state, bringing the town halls back so that we can start talking to the people. Because I promise you, this state is way more red than they like us to believe. You're probably right. And also, some of the speakers were kind of hinting at that last night, that this state was more red than, than they put on. We've always been conservative since the beginning of time. Well, correct. Family, faith, and freedom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we're going to talk about in a little while about the rigged election system in New Mexico, which could explain a lot in which uh, they have rigged the system to where they can stay in power forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally everything, uh, all of the raw voter data is going through the Secretary of State um, and then going out through an Internet-connected computer out to back to the precincts. Mm-hmm. Where, oh, these were your numbers. And then they demand that they delete all their precinct data, which is illegal. Mm-hmm. So you can never go back and, and verify it. It's like, oh, you just got to believe what the Secretary of State said. And it's like, not only that, but in the recent election in which she was actually a candidate, how is that not mm-hmm. a serious conflict of interest? They want to make everything top secret, top secret information. Everything's secret. No more, no more records requests so that we the people can't uh, know the, the conversations that are going on between Secretary Six and county clerks, county commissioners, etc. Totally illegal. Remember, these are our servants. We have that right to, to see everything that they're doing. Completely transparent. Uh, we have people inside of even the Republican Party that are participating in creating these things that uh, are the experts that are uh, helping Maggie to experts. pass these laws. Yes. Right. Um, you know, we can't have something like that happen. We'll lose. We're going to lose our country. We are. Hey, Tammy, did you hear my Chicken Little story at the beginning of the show? <laughs> I did. Very good. <laughs> so you got anything else okay, for I'm, today, Tammy? Nope. I'm going to get off the phone. And okay. I'll go back and watch you guys. Okay. We'll talk to you Great later. Great job, guys. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. 505-444-5059. If you want to call in. You know, if, if we even talk about these things, we talk about election integrity, we're now going to be made criminals. So, you might want to be careful what you talk about, Becca. Well, I'm, well I've been saying for a couple of years now, they're probably going to be coming to carry me away at some point. You know, even when I was, you know, saying all that stuff on that other station all the time, it's like I was really, we were just, we were just waiting at any moment for them, for us to be raided. Swatted. <laughs> I love that term, swatted. You go back to the January 6th victims. Everything they're doing is totally against the Constitution. It's totally against the law. And they just make up a little law to keep them there. It's why, I, why aren't we standing up for these people? I mean, you, you've heard that story that when they're picking on the Jews, well, it was them, so that we just let it go. And they picked on the Spanish. No, well, we just let it go. Because That's right. And now when we need someone, they look back and there's nobody there. There's nobody there for them. Yeah, yeah. And we should be. Well, you know, 
so I was going to talk about this, this, this law that they're supposedly using, that they have been using all along to keep these people in prison without actually uh, a conviction for like three years now almost, in which they're, they're saying it's, it's obstruction of an official proceeding. Okay, I, I just, just so everybody knows, because they haven't been telling you this, even on, even on some of the news uh, stations that I, that I listen to, they don't actually read you the text of this supposed law that these people are reading, so, or, or breaking. So here, I'm going to read this to you, okay? It is 18 U.S. Code 1512, and um, paragraph C is the the phrase that they're supposedly using to prosecute these people. This is what it says, okay? Prevent the communication by any person to a law enforcement officer or judge of the United States of information relating to the commission or possible commission of a federal offense or a violation of conditions of probation, parole, and release pending judicial proceedings. That has nothing to do with any of that. Nothing to do. And yet, they are using that to prosecute these people with. I mean, we're talking about a seriously broad interpretation of this thing. And, I, and I've heard, so I was listening, I think it was the American Center for Law and Justice uh, it was talking about this. It's like, and they're using this to prosecute these people? It, it doesn't even apply to, to that situation at all. And, and really, if you want to apply it that broadly, they could arrest any of us for anything. I mean, any, anything we say could be, well, we, have, we disrupted an official proceeding by what we said. Or, or like, you know, like the guy the other day that I talked about last week, what was it the guy did? He, he, he posted a meme. Oh, yeah. And they prosecuted him for that. For, on Hillary or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. a meme of Hillary. Mm-hmm. And, the, and they prosecuted him uh, along, along the same lines. I mean, our freedom of speech is almost completely mm-hmm. gone. Well, now many of these agencies have openly admitted that they had agents. I mean, 20, 30, 60 agents entrapping these people. I mean, we've seen the videos. We've seen them oh, yeah. escort these people in. Escort them out, unlock the doors, you know. So let's see. I took it out of this one article I read here. It's it was from the Epoch Times. I love I love the Epoch Times. You guys should subscribe to it. The subsection of 18 U.S.C. used widely by prosecutors against January 6 defendants was approved by Congress as part of the Sarbanes-Oxley Act of 2002 to close a loophole in the law that was discovered in the wake of the Enron corporate fraud and accounting scandal. Uh, The law does have guardrails because the obstruction must be accompanied by corrupt intent – and the behavior must target an official b- proceeding. So if it must accompany corrupt intent, how is it considered corrupt to be standing up for a fair election and to be a patriot? If you're a patriot, they demonize you now. We've seen that over and over again in which they do that. Says here in a forceful dissent, Judge Katsas wrote that using the obstruction statute as envisioned by his two colleagues would supercharge a range of minor advocacy, lobbying, and protest offenses into 20 year felonies. 
Sounds something like Fidel Castro would do. Y- yeah, you think? Oh, yeah. Uh, it sounds like something that happens in a Marxist country, right? Yes, absolutely. And it's here, right in, right in our backyard. Do you know, speaking of Castro, that uh, Mayor Keller's wife went to school in Cuba? Really? Yeah, yeah. And, and apparently it's a pretty prominent school there that you have to be, like, selected for. Anyways, just a little extra. Sure. Anyway, so another, another article I saw is uh, apparently there's this CEO at J.P. Morgan that uh, is falling. Well, actually, I, I, you know, I don't think these people are really this stupid. I think if they're the CEO of J.P. Morgan, they're probably a pretty smart person. I think they know exactly what they're doing. Of course they do. You know, so, so when, they're, when they're pushing this whole climate change disaster, I think they know that it's a hoax. Now, I'm not saying, like I want to repeat this for people because I've gotten this argument. I'm not saying that climate is not changing. It probably is. It's always changing. It always has changed. And it will continue to change, no matter what we do. And I think, if anything, that our efforts to tamper with nature are going to have some really bad consequences. You know, I even talked about the other day about these, you know, how people for years have been talking about these uh, chemtrails made out to be conspiracy theorist nutjobs. But in fact... That's coming out that that's a real thing, that in fact, the U.S. government, the military, can actively change weather mm-hmm. in places that they want by using chemtrails. L.A. is living proof. Look at all the snow they got. I mean, when did L.A. ever get snow? And they were bombarded by, what, was it 18 inches? I mean, they had a ton well, of snow. More than that in some places. I mean, some people's houses were literally buried. Whoa. They, like, they couldn't get out of their homes like because their Ohio. houses buried up to the roof. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like Silverton, where I go. That's a normal occurrence and there when, every year, And when though. had they ever heard of that? Well, everybody got to uh, scrape the dust off of their parkas and put them on for a day for their 60-degree <laughs> weather. So anyway, this guy at J.P. Morgan is suggesting, well, you know, to 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 combat this uh, this climate change agenda and to push this forward, we need to consider uh, imminent. You know, what what was what's the word? Imminent domain. Imminent domain, why where they basically we, confiscate private property. Why are we not surprised? Yeah, there's <laughs> supposed to be very very specific limited uh, instances in which imminent domain is used to take somebody's property. Indeed. Not for some climate change. It's, it's only only to be used to build football stadiums. You know, that's how a cowboy stadium was built. They, they threw out. Pfft, some hundreds of people out of their homes, you know, to build. It goes back to that, you know, you'll have nothing and you'll be happy. That's right. Yeah, we'll just take it from you. It's legal. We made it legal. Eminent domain is like, that's pretty scary. They well, can take it without any. Oh, hey, we got another call. Oh, guess who it oh, is good. again? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, Tamara, you got to be quick. One minute because we're going to break. The zoning thing in Albuquerque yes. that they're working on. I was about to say And the, the day thing. before yesterday, my friends got on the Zoom thing, and Mayor Keller's wife had quite a few people that are all for it. See, all I am having trouble fact. finding information on this zoning thing. I want they're hiding it. They are well, hiding it. Yeah. They're, they're supposedly voting on the, uh, Monday the 17th. Do you, do you know but about that? It's hard to find stuff. Yeah, Josh. What? 
there, there's a whole housing uh, thing that they have going on. So now if you have a shed in your backyard or you have extra land on your property, um, they can utilize that to put these immigrants or homeless people to live on your property. They can, they can make you build a second story mm-hmm. or cut your house in two, turn it into a duplex, or put a 300 to 700 foot, however much room you have, casita in your backyard. Okay, Tamara, we're going to the break. Okay, Thank, thank you. Talk to you later. Bye. Good point, Tamara. Yeah, you're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. We'll be right back. Have you been wanting to do a podcast but don't have a studio? We can produce your show here at Freedom Speak. We can even do commercials and PSAs. Your podcast here at Freedom Speak Studio would be complete with professional audio and video and we'll stream it to your favorite platform. All you have to do is show up and talk. We do the rest. For details, email us at becca at freedomspeaknm.com. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-and-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com. Are you a small business with unique skills that believes it can bring value to Sandia or our other national labs and would like to grow your national lab contract portfolio? Then listen up. Working with any of the national labs can be overwhelming. From the lengthy terms to the bureaucratic red tape, it can feel like these labs don't want to work with small businesses. Nothing could be further from the truth. They want and need exceptional small businesses to be part of their supply chain. I can help you. My name is Asa Bortz Johnson, owner of Sandia Consulting Group. I spent 10 years as a subcontract manager at Sandia Labs and can help you navigate the bureaucracy. My central objectives are to increase your firm's probability of winning a contract, minimize your administrative burden, shorten the time frame from proposal to purchase order, and maximize your firm's profit. Give me a call at 505-362-3499 or go to my website at sandiaconsultinggroup.com. Schedule your no-cost meet and greet to discuss how Sandia Consulting Group can support your mission. Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella with guest Joshua James today. 
like to invite you to check out uh, our website, freedomspeaknm.com. From there, you can uh, listen to replays of any of the previous shows going all the way back from the very first one. And as well as checking out, uh, one thing that's a favorite is my Becca's Monologues tab, in which I've got the monologues by themselves. Um, I, every, every week at the beginning of the show, I come up with a monologue that I think is relevant to, to the conversation. And not only that, but on the, uh, on the main page, there is a now a Rumble link you can click on. And uh, if you want to join us live on Friday mornings at 9 a.m. to noon, Mountain Standard Time, you can click on the Rumble link and you can uh, watch the show. And you can see our beautiful faces online. Oh, hold on here. Forgot <laughs> to fade you back in there. Yeah, we'd like to hear your opinion, so give us a call. We would. And um, so if you're listening on KDAZ Radio, 96.9 FM AM 700, uh, streaming online with them on Saturdays, conservativetalkabq.com, you can can watch and uh, you can join the conversation live if you want on Friday mornings. By the way, our phone number here is 505-444-5059. If you want to call in and join the conversation, we would love to hear from you. Now, before the break, Joshua, you know a little bit about this thing where basically they're trying to do an imminent domain thing to residents of Albuquerque, correct? Um, can you tell us a little bit? Because I did a search for this, and I can't find anything on it. I mean, it's like it's like really being kept under wraps. Yeah, I cannot think of what the name of it is, but it is a housing program. Okay. Um, and that's everything I think we said is about as much as I know about. So, you know, I know Tamara mentioned something about they're wanting people to build second stories onto their home. I mean, who's going to pay for all this? And not only that, but don't you have a right to, to say what happens on your own property that you own? Right. Well, of, course, yeah. of course, I mentioned before, nobody really ever owns their property because as long as you're paying property taxes, you never own your property. That's right. Yeah, Dr. C and I were talking about it last night, actually. He kind of reminded me of it because I had forgot about it. So I'm glad Tamara brought that up. Yeah. Well, I'd like to get some more information about it. Let's see. Uh, what's this one here? Oh, um, oh, oh, this is this is a really good one. Okay. Um The New York Post, they posted a thing about yet more words that are considered offensive. (laughs) This is crazy. These and you know, and people spend their money to send their their kids to these crazy universities where they can get indoctrinated with all of this nonsense. Okay, listen to this. Words to avoid according to Michigan State University's inclusive guide. <laughs> Inclusivity apparently involves censorship. Listen to these words. Mary. M-E-R-R-Y. Okay. It's Cr- offensive. It's offensive. Yes. Christmas trees. That's More offensive, offensive. Too. <laughs> Wreaths. Apparently they really don't like Christmas. Gifts. Reindeer. <laughs> That's the one I like. Bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently you're not allowed to talk about but I think bunnies are cute myself they, they lead the Easter eggs can't talk about eggs as in Easter eggs mm-hmm. okay chicks as in baby chickens not girls not yeah. well I don't know well, some people could be, could, could be a girl yeah you know maybe 
<laughs> do they call girls chicks anymore? I don't know. Isn't they still it, do. Isn't it like a 70s thing? Some yeah. of us old fogies do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy, as in, you know, some of these liberals. Insane. Yeah, I call them insane sometimes because, you know, insane is as insane does. Well, that's just loony. That's just loony. That's bonkers. That's nuts. Yeah, these are, those are two words, too. Senile, as in the commander-in-chief of this country currently. Lunatic. <laughs> addict. Okay, nobody's an addict anymore. I'm sorry, I have met people that are, in fact, addicts. You know, people that cannot come anywhere near um, an alcoholic beverage because they can't control themselves. <laughs> You know, that was another, that's another topic we're going to cover, too, because I want to talk about that. Well, and then how do you legalize um, marijuana, and then, and then you can't say Christmas trees anymore? Yeah, so marijuana I'm, good, I'm Christmas wonder, trees bad. How do you carry a conversation and try to remember all the words you can't use? Well, I know. Because now they like, have a reporting system. Can you provide me with a list, please? Yeah, yeah. They have a you little know? reporting system that you can report somebody. They're saying eggs and Mary. They're Egg. saying it. So they can report you and get you kicked off campus for using... <sighs> I'm in trouble now because well, I've said it. That's what I'm saying. This is yeah. why they put the nanotechnology in the uh, jabs. Right, and right. And the, the 5G, and, and they'll just start controlling what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, here's the thing, Josh. A lot of this stuff, uh, uh, several years ago, I would have said, ah, you're kind of a conspiracy theorist. That sounds kind of nutty. But, you know, nowadays, with all the crazy things going on, I do not take anything off the table as far as i'm concerned everything's on the table it's like well okay you know i haven't seen the proof of the 5g thing yet but i'm not going to say it's not true because who knows maybe it is just wait till the 6g comes 6g remember there was a point there where trump was just really pushing 6g 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 putting it into our uh, mainframe so that we remember wow paralyzed you can't use paralyzed? Can't use paralyzed anymore. Not if you're at Michigan State University. Yeah, you can't you're, you're you can't be paralyzed. <laughs> Tone deaf. Now I'm sorry. I do karaoke every week and I have heard some people that are definitely tone deaf. Well if China That is a real thing. If China's taken over, I mean I'm sure we're gonna have karaoke like everywhere. So we're gonna start here in tone deaf. Oh, they like their karaoke in China. <laughs> <laughs> Don't refer to anyone as crazy nuts or loony. <laughs> That's because there's so many of them around these days. <laughs> so no more, no more Looney Tunes. But don't, don't worry. You can still call them silly, absurd, or outrageous. At least for now. Hmm. Yeah. Um, this list of offensive words, which MSU has published on its website to inform general communications at the school, is just the latest symptom of the war on free speech that's being waged on campuses. Yeah, I think so. What else can I find in here to say? Such guidelines purport to promote inclusion. Hmm. I can't. I can't see how that even has anything to do with inclusion. You know what? I. You know what word I would like to forbid? Inclusion. Yeah. Let's get rid of that. I'd, I would. I would like to add inclusion and equity to bo- to that list. Mm-hmm. Get rid of those words. Mm-hmm. And progressive. Mm. <laughs> and we we need a. We need some more investigation into uh, all the people that are in control of these universities so that we can put them away. Maybe uh, put some new people. Maybe swat them, indict them. You know. know? Yeah. Yeah, why not? With all the madness, where do you start? Do you start with the universities? Do you start in the grade school where they're really indoctrinating them? Where do you start? 
with, to try to. Click. I don't know. I don't know. Balls I really the don't. Wall. Let's just there, there's so many of them. <laughs> Avoid the word terrorist because it's a judgmental label. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't want to offend those terrorists, right? I call my little one a terrorist. <laughs> she, 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 you ever call your little one retarded? No, a no. terrorist is more. My mom. We were always retarded. Yeah. My mom always called us retarded. My dad hated those words. He even hated the word stupid. Really? He, you know, he hated them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but who's, who's doing that? Who's doing that? Yeah, who could it be? Uh, <laughs> that, that was a big thing in the nineties. I mean, even all the TV and everything, we were all saying, "Oh, you're gay." Oh, fag. Or no, whatever, all did, these words. Right, and and it's like nobody took a, eh, the ally. Like whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. People have become so such snowflakes, so sensitive these days. <laughs> you know, just like you know, it's like there's a difference in acting retarded and being retarded sure you're going to get in trouble for using that word (laughs) probably (laughs) it's american centric and word first word language since the americas technically also encompass south and central america crazy right and most urgently of all, references to majority religious imagery and language should be avoided. Hmm. Yeah, that's why they don't like Easter bunnies and eggs and Christmas trees. <laughs> They're very offensive. <clears throat> but they love uh, Starbucks and uh, Ishtar, which is all related to Easter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The right. logo. Well, Anyways. I don't know. Okay. Enough of that. Let's see here. What else we got here? Oh, okay. So, you know, they're looking to genetically modify all of us, right? So they're they're trying to get the mRNA in all the food. You know, they're wanting to inject all the all the cows. They're they're probably even looking for a way to put it in the vegetables. I'm sure they'll try to figure something out on that. Um, but Missouri, apparently, the legislator legislature in Missouri is trying to fight back against this. They've got this bill, HB 1169, coming out that – now, here's the thing, okay? And, and I was talking about this when they were trying to force these injections on everybody in the last few years in which they were not providing informed consent, right? You weren't getting the information packet that you normally get with every other kind of drug that you're normally prescribed. You weren't getting that. You were getting apparently just a blank sheet. And they, they're saying, well, no, you've got to take this, but we're not going to tell you what's in it. So their thought is on this bill that if they're going to be putting mRNA in the food, that the food should come with a label, <clears throat> should come with a label informing, giving you uh, your informed consent. I think that's fair, right? Yeah. Well, already, I mean, when you look at the the ingredients, right, on the back of a box of the processed foods, um, every single one of those words. So when you see the word natural or color. Or you can hide 50 to 150 plus words inside of that one word. Natural. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So you, you already have no informed consent on what you're eating. You know, a friend of, uh, a friend of ours uh, owns a embalming business, right? Okay. For when you die. She was saying that you use, they're using 20 to 30% less embalming fluid because people are already preserved from all the preservatives that we're eating 
Really? We're de- decomposing. What's right, the right number now. on that again? 20 to 30% less embalming fluid. Well, it saves some money in the end then, don't it? For them, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, you're already partially preserved. We don't need to, we don't need to do as much. Wow. So adding crickets to your food isn't helping, you know, preserve wow. you? It's full of protein. Well, yeah. was it such a horrible idea that New York was, was wanting to outlaw sodas? Uh, maybe not. Maybe it was a good thing. Well, they wanted to limit the quantity that you could have. It was what? What were they trying to limit it? What to sixteen ounces or something? Is that what it was? Something to that. Yeah, effect. yeah. I don't know. Uh, what else we got here? Um, Mm. Well, I was going to bring up about that law that they brought up, you know, when when they were having a, a, the big old trial and tribulation thing about the abortions. Uh, we suggested to the to the Boot Hill, why don't we do a sanctuary city for the unborn? They're doing sanctuary cities. We'll just use their tricks against them. So we did. So they actually had a sanctuary city, you know, for the unborn. And that was that was great. But then they made a law against that. No, you can't do that. See, it doesn't matter if you go and play their game with them and do exactly what they're doing to get ahead or to get even, whatever. They'll turn up a new law against you so that you can't have that. Only they can do sanctuary cities now. We are not allowed to do sanctuary cities. Now, who says that? Who who says that's even right or, you know, fair or whatever? Why do we even stand up for that? Do we need their corporate bylaws? I, when I become governor, this this whole state will become a constitutional state. We will whatever we have to do will will become a republic. The Republic of New Mexico it has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? It it does. You know, I was I was talking about this the other day. I, I, I you know I found out that to be a judge, you don't need to be a lawyer or have any kind of law degree of any kind whatsoever. Or common sense, especially in New Mexico. <laughs> so I thought, wow, maybe I'll run for a judgeship. You know, can you imagine how much they would hate me? I'd be, I'd be like that guy in Night, Night Court. Remember him? You ever watch that show? And it's like I'd be, I'd, I would basically have the Constitution in front of me, and that would be the only thing I would go by. And I'd have people come in that had been picked up for stuff that is just unconstitutional. I say, that doesn't, you're not constitutionally violating anything. Get out of here. You know, you mean you and, would enforce the Constitution? Uh, I, I would. I would enforce the Constitution, and I, I would be the infamous constitutional uh, judge. I, I'm sure they'd figure out a way to get rid of me, one way or the other. With a secret doorway to get in and out that nobody could find her. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I'd probably have to sneak out the back door every day and so that nobody catches me. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought, I was telling a friend the other day, maybe I'll just run for judge. And, and, and my friend looked at me, I said, you think I'm kidding, right? That's exactly what we should be doing. Yeah. Everybody needs to run for everything. Like I said, I mean, that's why I ran for sheriff. And they tried telling me that I couldn't run for sheriff. You've never gone through the police academy. You've never been a part of law enforcement. Okay, well, go read your constitution. Read our laws. You do not have to do that. It's it, None of these people are enforcing the constitution. Well, and you listen to some of these statements by some of these people that are nominated to be judges. <clears throat> They obviously have no understanding of the Constitution whatsoever. So it's like, I've learned the Constitution pretty good by doing this radio show over the past couple years. And I could learn it even better. Um, Why couldn't I be a judge if I've got a really good understanding of the Constitution? Shouldn't I be able to be a judge? You know, when we were up at legislature, 
uh, when they were trying to pass some of these statutes. And, uh, you know, I would explain to them the Ninth Amendment, how you can't interpret the Constitution as you please in the Tenth Amendment. You're only granted the powers that the Constitution uh, gives you authority to. And uh, like Senator Romero here in New Mexico was like at one point, I think it was on the gun laws. And she was like, we're not talking constitutional law. We're talking statute law. It's like, hello, all stat statutes is all all rights guaranteed and your statutes have to be in line with your constitution if they're not they're null and void yeah another thing i'll do as governor man right away executive order number one will be all laws repugnant to the constitution past and present will be null and void absolutely gone well let's see what else what was i going to say oh Okay, talking about constitutional, did you hear about the story about how the FBI has now been exposed for basically putting operatives in the Catholic churches? <laughs> they're, they're spying on Catholics. Why? <laughs> I don't know. They're it's harmless. Only, it's only Catholics, you know. You know what about what about Baptists or, or you know or Presbyterians or any other any other religion? No, it's those Catholics. Darn it! We got to watch out for those Catholics. It probably has something more to do with the trafficking that they're doing through the church, and the FBI is part of it. Well, let's see. It says here, uh, Congressman noted that the proposed outreach plans included contacting mainline Catholic parishes and diocesan, I hope I said that right, leadership, and leveraging existing sources or initiating Type 5 assessments to develop new sources with the placement and access to report on suspicion. So they want to put more, they want to get some, they want to get some operatives in there. They, they want they want to watch these Catholics. They already have some. Oh, well, have of course there. they do. Have you gone to St. Therese Church? No. Oh, my God. He's like a communist to the bone, and he's... Are you talking about that guy that's on 2nd Street? The, on 4th Street. On uh, 4th Street. He's the guy a, that posts the crazy messages on the, on the, the, time, on the board out there. All the cycle. You know, they got rid of that guy. No, he's for, back. I know he's back. What a nightmare. Uh, yeah. he, he, he's, he's back. He's like a cockroach. You can't get rid of him. Yeah. He's a real weirdo too. He's a freak. Yeah. I can't believe that people sit there and listen to him. I I it's scary that people do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Let's see. So, oh, okay, I got a good one here. Chat GPT. Okay? There's a lot of talk about this. Now, this is going to kind of roll into uh, a whole thing with uh, social media and AI in general, which is going to be a large part of the rest of the show. Okay. Now, here's the thing. It's like Donald Trump, he, he kind of made popular the phrase fake news. Okay. Now, we we're constant. we're already at this point in which we can't, we don't know whether to believe anything we're told. Okay, we news agencies they report they outright lies they 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 manipulate things they take things out of context, but it's getting much much worse and I think that we're at the beginning here of something with this with this AI and the Chat GPT. Now, I heard somebody make a, a analogy to this. Remember, and you guys probably remember this. Remember when Napster came out many many years oh, ago? Yeah. Okay, the music sharing service and. I was using Napster. I was, I, I was like all over <laughs> Napster, you know? And it's like, so ultimately, um, that guy gets sued out of business, okay? But 
um, all these other businesses popped up. I mean, now you can go on YouTube and you can you can get anything. I mean, you can get any song. I mean, I can go on YouTube and I can rip anything off of there onto an MP3 and make myself my own uh, CD to play in my car or whatever I want to do or put it on a put it on a thumb drive, you know. But Napster, they opened the door to that. And now it's like it opened up this this whole it just exploded. I mean it's all over the place. So the chat GPT, I think it might be that Napster moment now that we're looking at. Um, you can imagine all kinds of things just this going everywhere. Okay, first of all, they 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 put something out the other day that I thought was very very interesting. It was uh, with had to do with Joe Rogan. Okay, did you hear about that one? No, sir. Okay, somebody what they did to demonstrate ChatGPT is they basically had ChatGPT produce a fake Joe Rogan show complete with him and a guest. <laughs> Neither one of the voices that you hear on the show are either one of them. So, let's see. Is this what they're doing with fake Biden? Could be. So, what I did was <clears throat> I took that <clears throat> that fake G- chat GPT broadcast with Joe Rogan and got that clip. I want you to hear it. And then I'm going to play a clip from a real Joe Rogan show. And you can see <clears throat> that you can't tell the difference. Scary. Okay, listen to this. This is, this is fake Joe Rogan and a fake guest. Okay. Joe Rogan experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan podcast by night, all day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the very first episode of the Joe Rogan AI experience. I'm your host, Joe Rogan, or at least that's what this AI model thinks I sound like. Let me tell you, folks, this is some next level stuff we've got going on here today. Every single word of this podcast has been generated with the help of ChatGPT the cutting-edge AI language model developed by OpenAI. I am not the real Joe Rogan. Let me repeat it once more. I am not Joe Rogan, and the guests are not of the people they portray. This is purely fiction, just for fun, so don't go around making little clips for your TikToks and make the world believe I said things I never said. Nothing in this podcast should be taken as said by the real people they portray. This is purely for entertainment purposes and an experience showcasing the amazing advancements in AI technology. So sit back, relax, and let's dive into this AI-generated world. Let's get weird, folks. It's time to welcome our first guest to the show, and I've got to say, this is a big one. We've got none other than the CEO of OpenAI, Sam Altman, joining us today. This Sam's been him at either. the forefront of the AI industry for years, and it's an honor to have him on the show. So let's give a warm AI-generated welcome to Sam Altman. How are you doing, Sam? I'm doing great, Joe. Thanks for having me on the show. Sam, this whole AI-generated podcast thing is pretty wild. It's like we're living in the future, you know? Yeah, it's definitely a strange experience, but it's also incredibly off, The advancements in AI technology have come a long way, and it's amazing to see what we can achieve with the tools we already have at our disposal. The deep fake videos. So, neither one of those were the real people. That wasn't Joe Rogan. That wasn't the guy with OpenAI. You, by listening, you cannot tell in any way whatsoever that those are computer-generated fake, 
fake things. They're not real. Now, here's the real Joe Rogan. I had to carefully find a clip uh, because Joe Rogan has a real foul mouth. So I had to find a <laughs> number one. That's how you know that wasn't the real Joe Rogan. It's a little because, more raspy voice, right? And, well, listen, you, you, you be the judge. Okay, here's the real Joe Rogan, okay? There's a lot of good guys. Yeah, there. yeah. A lot of good women there. Yeah. A lot of good. There's a couple of non-binaries. Yeah, we got at least one. <laughs> Checking all the boxes. It's a diverse group. <laughs> we gave him his own Bud Light after the first week. We put his face on a can. <laughs> Do you have any beer? Hey, yeah, you want a beer? I take a light beer. Okay, let's I mean, get, get some Bud Lights. Let's uh, do this. Yeah. No. In support of Bud Light in their time let's of stress. Let's be allies by getting a little date. We're going to be allies. That's the real Joe Rogan. Now, I, I managed to get that little segment there, but one 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 dead giveaway that the, the chat GPT thing was not Joe Rogan is Joe Rogan says the F word every other word. I mean, he cannot help himself. He says it all the time. It's like so they're gonna have to they'd have to throw some you know foul language in there to make it more believable. But I, I think you're right. Maybe just a tad more raspy his voice. Maybe just yeah, a tad yeah. more raspy. I'm on the cigars and joints. But I don't think ones. anybody would really notice. Uh, you know, just. I, you know, I, I, it kind of reminds me of uh, years ago. I was listening to a um, a radio show. I can't remember which one it was, but they were known for for bringing on like people that were impersonators. And they had a a show going on where they were going on for like an hour, and the guy was talking to William Shatner. Well, then we find out it, it sounded just like William Shatner. But after a year, it's like after about an hour. Oh, by the way, this wasn't really William Shatner. <laughs> But, but the the point I'm making is, look at what they've been doing to slander Donald Trump over the past uh, several years. Okay, what if they could just do a fake Donald Trump voice? Okay, they obviously can do that, and they can plug in any words that they want. And do you think they won't do that? Oh heck yeah, they're going to do that. Yeah, they will. Every time he stands up to speak, they'll do that. Everything will be fake. You will not be able to believe a word of he's, that he's saying because they'll put in what they want you to hear. That's unbelievable. They could off these people. I mean, we, we've seen, too, what they were doing with uh, the Tom Cruise guy. You've seen, remember, all the videos that were going out. The guy that kind of looked like Tom Cruise, but the AI could change his face and make him look just like Tom Cruise. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Well, so what we're going to talk about in the third hour is we're going to talk about more of this chat GPT stuff, how it relates to, and also social media. There was a really interesting movie we watched called The Social Dilemma. If you guys haven't watched it, you need to watch it because you watch that movie, I guarantee you're going to probably agree with me that your kids should not have smartphones. You know, if you're a good parent, you know, it, it, it's, it's awful. And not only that, but if you, if you marry the social media stuff with what they're doing, and we're going to talk about that, with the whole AI thing, it's like it's like it's like that on steroids. You know, you won't know what to believe anymore. We already don't know what to believe. Now you won't be able to believe what you see. Think about that. Okay, you're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Don't go anywhere. Uh, we're going to be right back with hour three. 